Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com <laughs> Wrestling Podcast. March 7th edition. I'm here solo tonight. Don't have anybody else on the show. It's going to be all me as I mute him and I mute him. And there we go. I muted. I muted two people right off the bat. It's just Sean Ross Sapp here on the Fightful.com Wrestling Podcast. Nobody else to talk SmackDown with me. I told you guys that SmackDown, or the podcast schedule this week was going to be a little confusing. It has been, as as you can tell. Okay, I guess I'll unmute them one by one. I am joined by the award-winning Jeff Hawkins. I don't know how to unmute you. Oh, damn. How's that? Ah, shit. You don't mute me. <laughs> no one mutes ah! me. <laughs> what the hell, Google? What I'm happened the... to you? An- Hold on. What happened to you, Anna Bauer? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I've changed. I've changed. I've grown. And you're no longer wearing anything low cut and don't have that delightful accent. What's going on? Why do you got to bring that up? What a pervert. You are a perv, Jeff. It's about time everyone realized that they hadn't already. Hold on. I'm a man who notices beautiful women. You are an Anna Bauert fan site. I am. I'm a fan of Anna Bauert. I like Anna Bauert. What can I say? So, uh, start by saying Rob's nothing. here. Start by Rob's here. Nothing. Hi, Rob. Hi, Hi yeah. Rob. Um, I'm strictly here uh, because of Baron Corbin. <laughs> I am uh, strictly here because of the dreamiest of dream matches ever to main event a, uh, a WWE SmackDown show. Uh, I am a little disappointed because, uh, Sean, SmackDown happened not too far away from either of us tonight. And Where the hell was it? Indianapolis. Was it? It was at, the, uh, it was at the Banker's Life, the old Conseco Fieldhouse. I would have went there yeah, had I got off work. I know, but. but we didn't. I know we didn't go. I mean, if Nikki Bella and John Cena finally teaming up wasn't enough, you had Randy Orton and AJ Styles. 
And I, I'm not too disappointed that we didn't go because we didn't get a Baron Corbin singles match. I don't know if they taped any dark matches with them, but uh, no Baron Corbin uh, and no Baron Corbin singles matches. We well, are getting an this segment, promo, though. This segment was dark enough for my taste. Wow. I'll tell you that uh, right off the bat. We had an opening segment that may have been among the most pointless segments in the history of professional wrestling. Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, they come out. It felt like forever since we saw a proper Shane McMahon entrance, Jeff. <laughs> did you did you long for it? Did you miss it? No, I didn't. Um, I'm going with you. I, I like I like the Shane McMahon entrance in uh um in in special places. I I I, I like watching him shuffle <laughs> across. You know, <laughs> clarify you like the mcmahon entrance in special places Jeff? yes you know i don't it i don't want it gets you in special places doesn't oh it? yeah it, it gets me in the feels rob you know that um I no i just i just i just want it every so often i don't want it every week i don't have to watch him you know every week i said it felt okay. like it had been a while Okay. Well, it sounds like you wanted it every week, Sean Ross. Yeah. So we'll just go with that. So they're out there and they make the case for AJ Styles and Randy Orton. We see Randy Orton burning down the damn compound 10 minutes after they show it at the top of the show. That was the most annoying part, Sean, is that they recapped this one barn burning segment two times in the first 10 minutes. It's like we had this five minute long video to open up SmackDown and then Shane and Daniel Bryan come out to talk about the same exact thing. In just in a more boring fashion. The only difference yep. between the opening video was the fact that they were standing in the ring doing it. They go on to announce Styles versus Orton tonight. Oh, hot damn, everybody. I, I, just, I just love that they, they went to all that trouble. Like, oh, we're going to make a match between these two as opposed to like a bake-off or a spelling bee. Or, or a drink-off. Or a drink-off. happened before. Yes, that has happened. <laughs> An arm wrestling contest to see who's number one contender. No, it's going to be a match. So, I mean, look, I I forgive it because I find the Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon interplay endearing compared to the Stephanie McMahon, McFoley interplay, which I just find grating and drags down a show. Um, but but to, to go that far just to say we're having a match between these two when they announced the match last week on Talking Smack, just it just it seems superfluous, much like the recapping of the video they just showed. Backstage, AJ Styles says there's a conspiracy against him and he's going to take out Randy Orton. We then fast forward to James Ellsworth in the ring, and that tattoo really fits the new clothes that he's wearing. <laughs> it is perfect. He says he is the Mac Daddy of SmackDown. And all I'm wondering right now, Rob, is where's the lie? Where's the lie? I mean, James Ellsworth, nothing's wrong with uh, – there's no lie there. James Ellsworth is getting the most out of that character uh, that you could possibly get out of it. Uh, this The SmackDown crowd is uh, is – when his, whenever his face shows up on the screen, you get a reaction. You get a reaction against this James Ellsworth guy. You don't get that with everybody. The guy's got merch. The guy's got the gimmick. The guy's got TV He's got time. Carmella on his ass He's of got, his trunks. Look, I loved everything about that gear. I did. That was great. It looked, it looked creepy on him with the leopard print. He's wearing his girlfriend or his friend who is a girl's shirt in its own way. He's wearing the the poser hat. It's just a phenomenal look. And, and yes, the tattoo 
really, to, to quote the big Lebowski, it really brings the room together. And let's, let's talk about how James Ellsworth has, has done a lot to actually maintain this role and actually get the gig with WWE because you didn't have, they didn't just yeah. hire this guy because he looked the part. He was playing it up too. I mean, a lot of credit goes to James Ellsworth here. I mean, he's making the most out of this opportunity mm-hmm. and I don't, I've said it for three months now. I don't know how much longer it can last, but I've been shocked for the last three months and it keeps getting better and better. He's got more merch now. He's got a look. He's got a gimmick going on. I mean, he's in the ring there with John Cena on the road to WrestleMania. We're a month away from WrestleMania. James Ellsworth is in the ring with John Cena, who's the biggest star in the company right now. I mean, it's crazy to think of how far this has gone in three months. Miz and Maurice come out, and I thought this was a good way to get Nikki and John Cena to work from underneath during that commercial break, because you're not just going to have a two-second match here, even though you can. Maurice and Miz kind of, it distracts Nikki, and Carmella hits a kick. Nikki and Cena very quickly after the break, though, hit double five-knuckle shuffles. I guess that's a ten-knuckle shuffle, and man, Nikki did not know what she was doing. She was lost. You would, you would think she had never watched a John Cena match. They hit their finishers in stereo, then STFs to get the win. I got news this for five you. five-star classic you wanted, Jeff? I got news for you. I think this is how the match at WrestleMania ends, too. Gross. Yeah, I'm, I'm not – this is, a, this is a, a, a preview, I think. I just really oh. – uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. But uh, I did like – you know what? Again, going back to Ellsworth, I thought Ellsworth and Carmella were pretty darn fantastic in this match doing the comedy geek bit. I did too. That they were doing. And especially when Carmella was stepping to John Cena and then all of a sudden Nikki goes in with the forearm. I thought that was pretty, pretty nice little spot. And then the Miz's promo afterwards. Um, I'm interested to hear your guys' takes on that. I liked it. Where Miz says, but it, here's the thing. When Miz is putting over how much he actually loves Maurice, it's awful babyface-ish. Like, okay, cool, man. And he says, Nikki and John Cena weren't even allowed to be mentioned on TV for a long time. I thought that was an interesting line. Rob, first off, do you think Miz really loves Maurice? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with yeah. Yeah on that yeah. one um and i think she really loves him too if i actually had to put odds on who loves the other more i think maurice i look the way maurice looks at miz I and mean, she loves that guy yeah. i don't know what he's done and maybe he does the dishes at home i don't know but but she loves him maybe he and uh ellsworth can feud over top hog and no don't, don't do maybe you can shut your face <laughs> oh we'll talk about that later um no we won't Let's, no, we, yeah, won't. we will. Orton's backstage. He says Styles should probably just run. Okay. Kurt Hawkins is out. Who is called Chad by Morrow? Let me let, let me let me ask something. <laughs> hold on. Let me ask something about about that segment about the, the the Randy Orton thing. Do you think that Orton just just decided to take the whole script of uh, I repeat the question back to the interviewer? And just kept going without without yeah. even looking without like poor Renee do her thing at all is as if to make fun of the whole thing. Cause that's what it felt like to me. It's like, what, what are you going to ask me, Renee? How do I feel going into this match? Let me tell you, you know, that kind of thing. And just Renee, just keeping straight character the entire time. If that's what happened, that was fantastic. Well, Chad Hawkins is out <laughs> to which, to which uh, JBL was 
has been consistently improving because David Otunga said, that's Kurt Hawkins, Morrow. And JBL goes, who cares? Because who does care? Who does another care? Bl- another blight on the Hawkins name. Thank you. Appreciate what what, sucks, what well, sucks about having... Star- <laughs> Let's, I'm going to cut you all off here. Go he ahead. was the star of this segment. And it wasn't even close. No. Because... No. Wrong. Ambrose and Corbin laid down some some stinky, messy turds on that mic. Ambrose did. Ambrose did for sure. I mean, we can all agree that Ambrose was the third of the three there, right? I mean, we can we can absolutely agree on that. I'd put him behind Morrow too. I, I I'll give Morrow above uh, Dean Ambrose. Uh, Dean Ambrose was bombing hard. Um, he was trying to transition as quickly as he could because the crowd was not really that into what Dean Ambrose was saying. But all Baron Corbin had to do was be backstage and be like, this is, I'm doing things on my terms. I don't care who you are. I'm going to take everything you want. It's not like it was a great promo by any means, but it certainly wasn't bad. And the biggest thing I look for in Baron Corbin is the fact that he goes out there and he's not, it's not like he's reading lines to me. I mean, I don't see it as him reading lines. I see him going out there and speaking as Baron Corbin would speak. At least he's himself out there. We see him cool- not speaking like that on Talking Smack all the time. When he's talking to Daniel well, Bryan, he's not like Smack, that. Yeah, that's a different issue, though. And I've seen him really good on Talking Smack too, especially speaking great. to Daniel Bryan. I've seen good and bad of Baron Corbin, but Baron Corbin on on live television is a different story. Uh, a lot of these guys on live television is a different story, and you don't always see uh, you don't always see these new up and coming guys. Uh, go out there and be themselves. You don't see that. You, you feel like people are playing different characters on TV. Baron Corbin seems like he's playing himself. Um, and you saw that on Breaking Ground. If he could just do what he's doing on Breaking Ground, he would be a top-flight promo in WWE, and it could be eventually. He's not top-flight right now, but he was certainly... better on Breaking Ground. He much was, better. Yeah. Well, Breaking Ground was a uh, Tony Award-winning show. And yes, I know the Tony Surf plays. I don't care. <laughs> Let's talk about the okay. Mauro Ronaldo, okay. first of all. I needed to say that you could. This is a problem with the four man booth, by the way. Yeah. Mara Ronaldo calls him Chad Hawkins, right? And you hear immediately that all three guys around him are trying to correct him. And one of them's trying to correct him, like very subtly, like, Mara, it's Kurt. And the other guys are like, no, it's Kurt Hawkins. You're an idiot. Like, there's too many people talking. Tom Phillips needs to go, or Mara needs to go. I don't know. Three of the four need to go. Just put David Otunga out there by himself and just call SmackDown. That'd be a bad idea. Mute button's about to come back into effect. <laughs> Ambrose goes looking for Corbin since Corbin won't come for him. Corbin well, attacks Ambrose yeah, with a pipe. Is, and with a security guard. <laughs> and throws a security guard at him. Then drops a forklift on Ambrose, to which you get camera work like this to avoid. Yeah. Imagine if you hire, if you were a production company that hired a cameraman and that's the work they did. You'd fire them. You are the Jeff, best. Why is it? Why is this acceptable in the realm of WWE? Um, because it became acceptable quite a while ago with the handy cam, uh, with the advent of it. Um, I just love that he has a forklift, and his and his first inclination is to crush him with the <laughs> the pallet with the lifter, as opposed to say, how do you know piercing that was him? His first in- how do you know that was Running his explanation as opposed to where the fuck is Judy Bagwell? <laughs> I got to say, I actually think Baron Corbin showed some restraint there because I think his first inclination was to run him over and kill him. 
But Baron was like, no, if I do that, I don't have a match at WrestleMania. Maybe I'll just hurt the guy a little bit and crush him down there. I mean, the rock and mankind. Hold on, Rob. He could have won by forfeit. He could have won by forfeit if he had run him over. There isn't a match yet. No, you couldn't win by forfeit. Who are you? He doesn't show up. It's perfect. There's no match announced yet. We now have motive for every unsolved murder on Earth. They just wanted to win wrestling match. He's got to win by forfeit. He's got to win a wrestling match. He's got to. He's got to get the match first. I don't even know. That's not an announced match, is it? It's not official. It could be on Talking Smack soon. It is not good. So, Rob, to your point, maybe (laughs) scripting people isn't a bad idea because this blissertation segment happened. I thought. uh, Well, yeah, the blister. Yeah, uh, Alexa Bliss was still pretty good here in a lot of ways. Um, She was fine. She was great. Um, Mickey James acting when uh, Natty hurt her feelings. Uh, that could have <laughs> that was a disaster in a lot in a lot of ways. She was. I thought she was the best on the mic, though. I thought Who, Mickey? Mickey was by far the best on the mic. Yeah, Mickey was fine. Yeah, no, I actually didn't hate anyone on the mic in this segment. Becky Lynch maybe a little bit. Um, but I, I mean, it was it was a segment. I don't know if if anyone had a clue what they were doing. Alexa Bliss was going right into her promo as we're going into commercial break. So who who even knows if you're in the Indianapolis crowd what you heard for the next two minutes after that. Uh, Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess just, you heard Alexa Bliss's promo <laughs> twice is what I'm going to I just want to remind you that every time you say WrestleMania, point to the sign. Sorry. I need a sign in here. I need a sign. That's south. So the sign is that way, 200 miles south that way. That's what drove me nuts about Becky. Is that she said WrestleMania like four times, and every time she had to point at the well, sign. Well, it, it's oh, not Jesus. just the pointing on this show, too. It's the camera angle with everyone in yeah. the ring and the WrestleMania sign. As soon as you see someone start to point, you know they're cutting to that camera angle. It's like Kevin Dunn is in the back. All right, camera two, camera one, camera two, WrestleMania sign. Camera two. WrestleMania <laughs> sign. The only line I liked in this was Alexa Bliss asking if Natalia got into the catnip. <laughs> oh, the the Indianapolis crowd loved that. Oh, well, uh, that line as well as the play on Bret Hart's slogan. I think that was by that was far great. some of the biggest heat we've had on uh, this particular show in a long while. Um, yeah, when she starts telling him or telling Natty she's the worst there is, the worst there was, uh, that was pretty good stuff right there. Alexa Bliss. Uh, well, she she were. She recovered because I thought she started slow. Um, she, uh, Mickey James insinuates she gets a title shot. And then Alexa's like, no. Like, I'm wondering who Alexa was going to announce. Probably La Luchadora. I hope La Luchadora. Daniel Bryan comes out and says she will face every available woman on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Who, in addition to these women will be in this match, Rob. And what kind of match do you think it is at WrestleMania? I think uh, I think Carmella is going to be in uh, that match, um, but that's kind of it. Tamina, probably. And then if Kelly Kelly's coming back, Kelly Kelly will be in it. Uh, whatever whatever right. former women superstars they have will come back into this. Uh, it's going to be... I don't know if it's a battle royal. I don't know if it's going to be like a Royal Rumble-type match. I doubt that particularly. Uh, I just think everyone will be in there. Everyone will be in there, and whoever gets the first pin. It could be a championship scramble on steroids. I don't know. I, how do you do it with if there's five or six people in the ring at the same time? What do you, do you Is it a gauntlet where you pin somebody, like the tag team match a couple of weeks ago? Is it going to be where you finally pin somebody, and then the next person comes in? I don't know. But Kelly Kelly is coming in this match. Jeff, three wor- Jeff are we getting three words? All red everything. Go ahead. One could Ooh. only hope. One- Eva Marie, Ooh. baby. Hey, 
You know what? I would love if they made this a ladder match. Everybody beat the shit out of each other. And then Eva Marie finally shows up, climbs the ladder, grabs the title. That's that's it. That's the way to do it. Daniel Bryan comes out. Well, I already told you that. And then he sets up a uh, holla holla tag team match, which everybody finds a way to screw up when they announce. It is a tag team match. Let me holla. Yeah. It is not a holla holla tag team match. Well, I, I, you know, maybe he just really wanted to give one of them a one-on-one match with the Undertaker, and he was just trying so hard to hold that in because it wouldn't make sense, and he just didn't know what to do. Man, I'm loving this bit Rob's playing tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Becky Lynch. Uh, immediately, I noticed the thing. She did four straight moves that left her opponent's shoulders on the mat, which is the point of a professional wrestling match. And then she decided to go for the pin after Alexa Bliss sat up. Mickey James' pants are terrible, but despite her shitty pants, she's still pretty good in the ring. She hit a Mickey Rana, and there's a funny spot where Mickey almost runs into Natalia and like doesn't know where she is in the ring. There was a real missed opportunity to not have Becky Lynch knee a downed opponent like her boyfriend did on the UFC fight last weekend. And still lose. And still lose. <laughs> he whipped that he whipped Alcantara's ass, but then got yeah. tapped with a knee bar. Natalia then turned on Becky, Alexa, and Mickey win. After the match, Mickey gets a mick kick, and Alexa sold it like a gem, Jeffrey. Yeah, I, I wanted more of the beatdown on Becky. I wanted that kind of that assassin's Ivan Kolov on Dusty Rhodes with uh, Oli beatdown. And then as they're leaving, Mickey just kicks Alexa in the back of the head. But I liked this. I liked I liked the, the final kick. I liked that. The, the natty one, I think I think we knew it was coming. But I, I did like the Alexa-Mickey James uh, interplay at the end there. I really did. Rob, any serious thoughts on this segment? <laughs> Oh uh, no! I mean, I'm excited to see what they do at WrestleMania because I think that's the match where you get whoever they're, you know, re-signing to come back into it. It's a shame there's not going to be any one-on-one women's match on WrestleMania, um, but uh, you get what you get. This is going to be the division where they throw everyone inside of there. Do they do a story where they hint that Daniel Bryan is out there looking for more women to sign to be quote unquote available, or do they just kind of leave these as surprises and they just keep getting worse and worse for Alexa Bliss? I you might get uh, you might get everyone as a surprise except for one. Maybe there's a tease that we're going to bring someone back. I, I, I'm not exactly sure. I don't know if you give any okay. away uh, any of the uh, surprises away on SmackDown itself. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking everything's going to be a surprise. It'll be like the, it'll be a, what was it? The, not the Let's Legends Battle Royal, but the gimmick Who do they Royal. have available? They got, Eve Torres could show up. Could possibly. Um, Beth Phoenix, they'll be in town. Beth Phoenix is going to be there. That would be pretty cool if Beth Phoenix v- is there. A little Victoria. You got Victoria, you got Kelly Kelly, you got uh, Candice Michelle, maybe? No, probably not. Um, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Brooke, uh, Brooke Tessmacher. Uh, that's uh, been a rumor. Melina's still around somewhere. Summer Ray, Give Summer Ray something to do. Trade her to SmackDown so she can be in this match. She's hurt. Emma. Don't Maria K- Maria Kanellis. Um. <laughs> Maria is still around. Maria is a free agent now. Yeah. Emma could show up here. I like the Emma one. I like the Emma one. What are the odds of AJ Lee? Uh, zero probably. 
you know what? What about? Hold on, no. I think I think there's a small chance. I think there there it's a it's a singular number with the lawsuit. But she does have a book coming out in April. There is a very small chance that they may use that to cross promote. A very small one. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new five ninety nine lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. What would be even better is Thea Trinidad as A.J. Lee. <laughs> the part of A.J. Lee tonight will be played by Thea Trinidad. And, and, and Tessa Blanchard as Paige. Also, uh, Caitlin... The newly single Caitlin may be may have some renewed interest in doing such a thing. Possibly, yeah. She's got a, a new website to promote with an extra Z. So yeah, I mean, there's something uh, there's something going on there. There's a lot to choose from. But De- Devin well- Taylor, we'll bring Devin Taylor in just for who, a shot. who is Devin? Ta- what is a Devin Taylor? Stop it! I think it'll just I'll be Kelly it. Kelly and, and Victoria. I think I think we're not going to yeah. get that much more. I mean, how long is this gauntlet going to go? What is this going to be a half forever? Eva Marie, listen. They got to make they got to make WrestleMania nine hours this year. It's a long show. It's this sh- long this show. match this match is going to be on the pre-show. It's going to be yeah. on the pre-show so. for the women's I'm okay championship. With WrestleMania being long. It's WrestleMania. I'm okay with it being long. I'm okay. I mean, WrestleMania Day is an all-day thing. You can you know what yeah. you're getting into for it. Mm-hmm. Most of the people there are going to be at wrestling shows five times in the week prior. So, not most, but some. Me. Randy Orton defeated AJ Styles. Styles started off with some nice headlock work. Orton sold the hell out of AJ Styles' leg kicks and followed up with a pretty awesome overhead suplex. AJ Styles shoots a really quick single leg. Uh, Orton busts out a full Nelson slam out of nowhere. That was kind of nice. There's not really a whole lot to break down outside of they just had some awesome wrestling going on. The finish of the match came when Styles had scouted the RKO on the Phenomenal Forearm, but then missed a 450 splash, and Orton hits a pop-up RKO and wins. Mm-hmm. This was fun stuff. This is maybe the best Orton match I've seen in a while. That, that, that end sequence to, to defy expectations is my favorite of the year so far. I, I love yeah. that they did not pay off on the RKO on the first one. I liked that they made... AJ Styles, a smart competitor. I think that does a lot for AJ Styles' character. Even if he's only getting a match with Shane McMahon, I think that does a lot for him. And I think AJ Styles, I mean, especially on that full Nelson slam, was bumping like a champ for for Randy Orton. I I really enjoyed this match a lot. I'm not 100% positive uh, on how they built up this eventual Shane and uh, AJ Styles match because Shane, by the way, was the one in AJ's corner. Yeah, sure, he didn't make the ultimate decision to give yeah. AJ Styles the match at WrestleMania, but Shane was the one pushing. And we all know why you can't do Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, but AJ Styles should be mad at Daniel Bryan, not Shane McMahon. And yet on, on Talking Smack tonight or on this backstage uh, thing on WWE.com, they have another clash between AJ and Shane. So that match is continuing to get on that, uh, on that road. But I mean, it, the match itself was great. The match was fantastic. Randy Orton getting the win. We all knew that match was happening. We're back to where we were at the end of January, though. I mean, it's been a month and a half of just getting us to the same place. Uh, and I don't, yeah, I, 
I don't think they really told the story of AJ versus Shane very well. And now they're going to have three weeks to try and really ramp it up. And it's not going to make a whole ton of sense. People are going to be happy that AJ Styles is getting a singles match at WrestleMania. It'll be against Shane. It's going to be a high, a high importance match, but I don't think we're really getting a story behind it. That's very good. Yeah. They and I think, started, I think they could uh, hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold on. They started the Shane Styles stuff right after because Morrow announced on 205 Live that they got into a fight backstage. They're going to show it on Talking Smack. Go no, ahead. That's right. They're going to fire, yeah. Yeah, I think they should probably, they might may have held off this match for a week while they built that Shane storyline and then paid it off. I, I'm still kind of surprised. I'm, I'm surprised that there was a clean finish to this match because I was coming in expecting Bray Wyatt to interfere in some way and that would help fuel AJ's anger, but I'm I'm kind of glad we didn't. I mean, I don't mind the clean pin, per se. Um, I don't think it hurts AJ in any way, especially since they made him seem intelligent in the loss. Somebody asked why they're doing this match. Probably because they wanted to get Shane on the show. It's somebody else that people are familiar <laughs> with, and they feel confident that AJ Styles can get something out of Shane McMahon. Yeah, now, I'm surprised... No. After Shane McMahon almost died right. at Survivor Series, that they're doing this. Uh, Rob, your thoughts? He almost is almost. He didn't die, so put him right back out there. Uh, Shane McMahon is a name. I mean, it's honestly, of the people available, it's the biggest match you could give AJ Styles. Uh, so why not? Let's go do Listen, it. Listen, we just said available name, Devin Taylor. <laughs> yes. The thing about that is. That's not happening. So what's um, this one? I, you know what? I even put more into the fact that I think Vince McMahon thinks Shane McMahon is a bankable draw given last year's WrestleMania, being that he's the guy who quote-unquote saved last year's WrestleMania, and that the McMahons are quote-unquote celebrities synonymous with the brand. I, I don't just think that it's AJ getting something out of out of the guy. I think he thinks... Shane McMahon is most of the draw here and that AJ is going to go along with him and that that'll help AJ. Let's remember Shane McMahon versus Undertaker drew the house last year. So Shane McMahon is the biggest draw there is. (laughs) Also on this show, Mojo Raleigh announced that he would be entering the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Jeff Hawkins, does Mojo get it done? Sean, no. Sean, the name is Kurt Hawkins. What are you, Morrow now? It's Kurt Hawkins, not Jeff, nice. not Chad. Thanks, Anna. No. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, it, it was his 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 baby face push lasted exactly one week, which is very weird. He won a battle he royal. Off. He's got the experience. He yeah, but he came off really well on that talking smack. Came out, won that battle royal, and then promptly got crushed. So I mean. No, he's not winning it. You, you know who's going to fill out problem. that battle royal, though, is the entire SmackDown tag division. I don't think we have a tag team title match on WrestleMania on the SmackDown side. I think your Raw tag team title will be the only tag team title match, and the SmackDown guys will just fill out the battle royal, and that's it. Does, I don't see Does Braun throw out the entire SmackDown tag roster? I hope. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I, I, could, I could see it getting down to Braun and Mojo, possibly, as a Raw versus SmackDown. I, I want Braun to eliminate... Everyone from this royal from this battle royal, every single person, every single one. That's how you rehab him from every a clean Roman one. Reigns loss. There you go. Yep. <sighs> Outlaw Ron Bass passed away. Hmm. Jeff. Yes. 
Cowboy Ron. I, I always think of him as Cowboy Ron Bass, not Outlaw Ron Bass. But Ron Bass was when I started watching wrestling. He was in the uh, Jim Crockett uh, promotion at the time, still teaming with uh, Black Bart as the Long Riders, being managed by J.J. Dillon, and then they eventually had a split. Um, he and then he turned face, and he was he, he was a decent baby face, but he was such a natural heel. It, it seemed almost out of character until he went, and then he went back to, and then he went to the WWF. Um, as kind of a mid card heel and and feuded with uh, Sam Houston and and uh, Brutus Beefcake, I believe, was his biggest feud, and he lost a hair versus hair match there, and eventually just kind of went to the ter- uh, you know to the independents after that. But uh, good mid card brawler um, heel, um, I believe he fought at one Starcade for the Brass Knuckles title that the NWA still had. He's kind of in that same. For me, that same kind of level as Manny Fernandez, as, as a guy who, who you know was really good for that kind of territory, but was never going to be the sports entertainment type superstar. He was a guy who had toughness and and could brawl and bled a lot, and uh, you know, and had a decent promo. He wasn't a great promo, but he was a pretty good promo. During a year and a half stretch, he was on like five WWF pay per views, and all of his matches had at least like ten people in them. Whether yeah. it be the Royal Rumble or Survivor Series, he was a part of pretty decent one. Uh, so he's Dolph uh, Ziggler, basically. <laughs> he got paid off by the Million Dollar Man in the King of the Ring too, didn't he? Yeah, attacked, injured. That's 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 my WWF. That in the he did a promo with a horse, which was just lame. But he had a good match with Tito or, or Tito Ortiz, Tito Santana. Oh man, but uh, yeah. Condolences to his family, friends, fans. Sucks to see somebody go. Uh, apparently passed away of a burst appendix. Ooh. Yikes. Rob. Hi, Sean. <laughs> you're here. You're here, and why do you look like you're in a closet. Why still do you think I'm here? Why? Do I look like I'm in a closet? Yeah, I don't know. You I do. have these closet, so I have these shelves behind me. Um, I have a white. shelf. Yeah, but it's white. I, it's all white. The whole, the, every wall. Well, there ain't no hats on the damn shelf. What's uh, going on with that? There is. Hold on. There is. There is. Eat it. It's a. It's oh. a good hat too. It's a good hat. Oh, look it's at my, that. It's my Joey Votto is too scared to play in the World Baseball Classic hat. That's what that Wait, is. Mr. Nowhere, oh, like anybody cares about the World Baseball team, Classic. Team Canada had to go get an American first baseman to play for him, Mr. Fred E. Freeman. Hold on, everybody put on Cincinnati hats and suck up to, to Sean Ross Sapp. Listen, I've got a Kentucky kicks ass shirt on right now. Oh, well, you're going to regret that in what? Uh, the first round is next Thursday, so a week and a half. A week and a half, Ooh. you'll regret that. Ooh, it's, it's in regards to the state, not the basketball team, sir. So you got it now. Okay. So that's even worse, I think. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Kentucky. How dare what, you? What you all come over from your New Japan Kentucky? fan site and you hang out here. What even is a Kentucky? I mean, let's talk about some New Japan. I think Okada won a match today. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. We ran results. Hey, let's talk about Ring of Honor, though. Hey, Ring of Honor. <laughs> we got some time. Ring of, we Honor, got some time. Ring of Honor is also a thing. Sean, did you know that Broken <laughs> Matt Hardy is a Ring of Honor tag team champion? 
He is. Did you know who his partner is? Maxwell. <laughs> no, it's his brother, Jeff Hardy. That's news. Put it on the front page. No one seems to be it's talking news. about this. They're the tag team champions of the Midwest and Eastern coast of the United States. I think they won the Mid-Atlantic Championships. Sure, maybe. I don't know. I, I know that you got a whole bunch of belts all over the place, and they're going to have to give them up on April second. Sounds like fake news. Sounds like fake news. You know what doesn't? You know what also sounds like fake news is Dave Meltzer running out there saying that Matt Hardy is going to be in Ring of Honor for a long, long time. Can we talk about he's how not. he's not? He's not. He's not going to be. Not. He's not going to be. He's not. <laughs> maybe a month. <laughs> he's not. He's just not. He, yeah, uh, most people that most people that do don't take trips to Pittsburgh. He trademarked the name though uh, this week. He trade. Uh, he should have he trademarked the broken Matt Hardy. Good luck TNA on that one. Yeah, uh, can you the imagine the, the? Can you imagine the WWF staff writing that character? Ah, oh. well, no, because it's not yeah. going to happen. I mean, broken Mar- broken Matt Hardy dies on April first. He dies on April first. Uh, teenage heartthrob Matt Hardy returns on April second. I don't know, man. You think Broken Matt shows... You think ever we see Broken Matt in WWE? I think Repaired Matt. Okay. Okay. Repaired Matt. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Repaired Matt. How long long does Bully Ray last in Ring of Honor? A couple months. I say say he's working Final Battle. So what, we got eight? We got ten months? I think he's in a prominent match at... At, uh, at uh, Final Battle, whatever that may be. Who knows? But I think he's in a prominent match at Final Battle. I think he gets an ROH title shot. Oh, yeah. I think he does, too. I mean, for sure. I mean, who else he got? And, hell, I think that title shot's going to be against Christopher Daniels. That's right. You heard it here first. It should be. <laughs> Christopher Daniels winning that uh, winning that ROH championship. I think he is. He should. No, what, what really makes is when Rob points the pen at the camera. That's what really makes it right there is, is you know he's being serious. I need I need something to let the viewers know that I'm serious. You need a you're pointing at the WrestleMania sign with the pen. Jesus. That's what it is. It's, I got the WrestleMania going, sign right behind the camera. WrestleMania. Yes. Right behind the camera think, is the clock I think door. He's like that Forbes guy that I trolled the other day who who has the marker in all of his photos and says Roman Reigns should tag team with Baron Corbin if he wants to get over and flips the the friggin marker at the thing weird i remember one guy used to run around with a pencil on his ear like i don't get the prop gimmick i don't get it doing the podcast with the the little gimmicks the the hats all that stuff i don't get it like who needs gimmicks i would never hold on you did a podcast with vince russo who did it all gimmick on his on his stuff so that's not true he's legitimately that way yeah, I, I don't I don't know how anyone would ever use a hat, for example, just because you use that example as a gimmick for a podcast. I don't know who would ever do that. It's silly. It's silly and it's unwarranted. Nice glasses, by the way, Mr. Prop King, Sean Ross props. I would never do that. They don't even look real. Somebody says Vince Russo lives in a cabin now. He does live in a cabin in Indiana. Hey, I wonder if he was at SmackDown tonight. You gonna hang out with him? Um, no, I don't. I wasn't planning on it. But if I do, I'm gonna pitch a podcast for him. And then when he asks me, uh, you know, how much he wants to get paid, I'll be like, never mind, bro. <laughs> Are you gonna go smoke Kush with him? 
<laughs> no, because I don't touch the stuff. Kids stay in school. <laughs> well, guys, this is a wonderful <laughs> show. I'm just losing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you guys, do you guys hear that? Do you, guys, do you guys hear? Do you guys hear that in the background? Do you guys, do you guys hear all that? It sounds like Baron Corbin truffling through some batch backstage uh, equipment. I don't know. Uh, so you mean to tell me you wouldn't go blow tall chronic with Vince Russo? I don't know what any of that meant. I don't. Is that some Kentucky slang that you're throwing at me? Because I don't know. I mean, I grew up in Florida, the real South. I don't know any about this Kentucky jargon. Why is you it mean the, to tell me you wouldn't put Vince Russo in the dank statement? <laughs> I I heard I heard Russo in there. Um, I don't know what the other words were, but I assume no. I assume if you're asking me if I would do something with Vince Russo, the answer is probably going to be no. I don't know. You mean you you're sitting there and telling me? That you wouldn't do a podcast about smoking marijuana with Vince and call yourself the dro that runs the show. No, I would call myself Matt Riddle. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, if you're talking to me about getting high on a podcast, whoa, Chicago Justice is on. It, Matt has never, I don't think Matt, <laughs> Matt even knows what marijuana is. I don't think, I'm pretty sure Matt has never. Did you guys see that Baron Corbin segment tonight? I've been on this podcast for two weeks, and I've just sat here watching it go off the rails week after week. <laughs> so you mean to tell me... You hated Pulp Fiction. I can't believe that. I did. I didn't like it. I've never seen it. How was it? <laughs> Don't watch it. Don't watch it if you haven't watched it. It's terrible. It's not terrible. It's overrated. Okay. I'll give it that. Are you trying to figure out a new prop there, Rob? I see you. We all see you. I don't have any props. I don't know anything. What is that, your bong? Nope. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't do anything like that. I eat oranges. I ate four oranges before I came on the air with you. If it seems like I'm a little uh, upbeat and kind of hyper, it's because I have a whole lot of oranges in me. Well, you're not going to get sick. You have your vitamin C. I do vitamin C. Like, I over-intake the vitamin C. Uh, I just want to make sure that my eyesight is good. I don't know if that's real. I want to make sure I'm, I'm healthy and, and vibrant because we got a busy time coming up. We're less than a month away now, Sean Ross Sapp, from WrestleMania. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, you have a, a sign. There's a, lot, there's a lot going on. It's, it's a big time. It's a big time. You know, I, we got to prep for WrestleMania. I need to superimpose a WrestleMania sign up where the little the little fightful is. That's something I'm going to get the the tech team to work on tomorrow. Actually, that's all. Watch this. I'm gonna I'm gonna help Sean Ross out. You know what? What else would make him very hyper is is stuff from On It. That was a horrible segue. <laughs> you can't change do the plug at the end of the show, Jeff. I someone cut this guy's mic off. Come cut him off. This is this is a. Disgusting, Jeff. You think you can come on here on this show where me and Rob are trying to be professionals? <laughs> I'm trying. We're trying to be serious. I'm, I'm We're trying to hold the show together here. I, uh, Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy's already going to have my legs broken for a second week of this podcast going off the rails. You don't want to mess with the Canadian Mafia. I don't. 
in either you French or English. You don't want to do an SOS slap on site situation <laughs> if you cross that border. At just shake them, them ropes. At shake them ropes on Twitter. <laughs> you can follow the podcast. Shake them ropes on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Baron Corbin's iPhone. <laughs> He's listening to the show. I've had it confirmed. Guys. <laughs> Subscribe to us, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher. We'll probably get on TuneIn Radio. <laughs> not at this rate. How are you not? Not at this, yeah, not at this How rate. How are you not on TuneIn Radio? We were on TuneIn Radio <laughs> like two years ago. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, if a New Japan fan site can get on there. <laughs> well, they can get on iHeart. We're still trying to do that. <laughs> it's happening. Oh. <sighs> well, guys. <laughs> subscribe. The pen came out. Subscribe to Fightful.com. <laughs> I interviewed Jim Ross today. You guys head over, check that out, Fightful.com. It's on our YouTube, by the way. Also, it's on our iTunes and Stitcher, so you can check that out there. We talk about Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, uh, Josh Barnett, Kenny Omega. We do not talk about dank <laughs> Didn't happen. But, guys, <laughs> subscribe. Yes. Like, thumbs up. Leave us a nice review on iTunes. That stuff helps. Rob? Rob? End Robert. the show! <laughs> no. We're early. We're 10 minutes early. Yeah, Rob. The wedding ring Cut I bought. Cut the show off. Maybe, maybe, people wanted, maybe the people want questions. Oh, God, why does, do they? Why, why does Rob like Chicago Justice and Chicago Fire and Chicago Pizza and whatever the hell that well, focuses on? Quality television programs. And also, we're on the air already? I thought this was the pre-show production meeting. <laughs> Has John Cena's character been killed yet? Oh, yesterday. No, he hasn't, by the way. But man, spoiler John, alert. John Seda had to arrest a former colleague the other day on Chicago Justice. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. I also would like you to know that they've aired now three episodes of Chicago Justice within a six day span. That's right. Six days. They've aired burning three them episodes. off. That means they're, they're going to cancel it. It kind of feels sign. like they're burning them off. I don't they're like burning it. them off. No, that's like a bad it. sign. Yeah. It is a bad sign. It is a bad sign. But Last Man on Earth came on the. Uh, Came back the other night. Last man on earth. Good stuff. <laughs> Jimmy Van, I'm sorry. So am I. I was going to apologize first. <laughs> this is what happens. You know, I complain a lot about Raw being a three-hour show, but it fills the hour that I talk on a podcast. <laughs> they should have never given you a site, Sean. Never given you a site. <laughs> this is what it turns into. Guys, we're